Good morning and welcome back, Podcast EGS family. Back for another installment, man. Here for the week three preview. Now in the third week of NFL season, man, it's already feeling like it's going by a little too fast. But that means another great opportunity to record with my co-host. I have Michael Tilly here, Brandon Harewood. Um, Tilly is handling something at the second. He'll be back in a second. But how you doing, Brandon? Doing good, man. Like you said, another week of football. Uh, still trying to get my first win in our uh, our home league. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, and me and Brandon play each other in our home league. So I hope he does not get his first win. But we will <laughs> see how that works out. Um, but yeah, man, as always, we're going to go ahead and hop right into the news and injury report for you guys. Um, uh, to start it off, Cam Akers, former running back at the Los Angeles Rams, was traded to the Minnesota Vikings, I believe, two days ago. Now, let's just jump right into it. What does this do for Alexander Madison? Does this even do anything for Cam Akers? I guess. I don't know, feel, man. He doesn't feel any more valuable than he did before, I guess. Yeah, I was about to say, like, me as a Cam Akers owner, like, I was on the cusp of dropping him, honestly. Um, I mean, going to the Vikings, I mean, the only positive thing is that Alexander Madison hasn't looked good at all. I mean, he's been playing over 70% of snaps in both games. Um it's just the fact that they don't really rely on the run game that much. I mean, even with playing 70% plus, I mean, only 11 carries and eight carries, and he hasn't been efficient at all. So I don't even know um, what the plan is here because they didn't really invest that much capital in, in, into um, in, in that transaction. I think they only did like a pick swap in like 2025 or 2026 or something. Like fifth they, round, the sixth yeah, round. They just gave him a way to make sure they got something out of it. I guess. <laughs> yeah. So they really got him for free. Um. So my thing is, I guess you can't cut Acres yet because you at least want to see what he does the first week. Yeah. Because the there, there is a possibility that Acres is a better running back than Alexander Madison, and because I mean, as we know, like Madison's been the backup from a majority of his career. So and he's he, had about the worst first two weeks you could have as a guy taking over a backfield by yourself. Exactly. Uh, but he has had two tough matchups, Tampa Bay and Philly. Um, they play the Chargers this week. That's a decent matchup against the running back. So this is Madison's last chance to really prove it. If he has a bad game, I'm sure they'll try to work Akers in a lot more against Carolina, who's been also been bad against the running back in week four. So I don't know. I hope Akers for two two, two or three that's more I said, two week, This week, see how they try to use him next week. If they still not yeah. hard, and that's it. And this might be the one of the last chances to really play Madison. Um, because I'm sure they'll probably work acres in pretty slow. I mean, this is his first week in the facility. Um he could so. be valuable come like week twelve, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So. we'll see. <laughs> yeah, man. Um the Browns. I guess Kareem Hunt gets the last laugh. Oh God. <laughs> the Browns sign. Mr. Kareem Hunt. I guess to a one year deal to the end of the season. Um after the Nick Chubb injury. So those not familiar, Kareem Hunt has basically been in Cleveland majority of his career. He's only played for the Chiefs and Browns. He's been with the Browns for, I want to say, three or four years. Um, and he was holding out because he wanted, I guess, good money and wanted to be a starting back again. So, uh, I mean, he knew it would work out in his favor. At some point, some running back was going to get hurt, and Kareem Hunt was going to get a job either way. Um, but it just so happens to be with the Browns. So I guess the obvious is, what do you do with Jerome Ford, and do you want Kareem Hunt? The pretty, uh, I mean, I still have faith in Jerome Ford to to get a decent amount of work. I don't think he's somebody you just like. Oh, they have Kareem Hunt now. I'm just gonna drop him. Um, I think it'll be more of like a split kind of timeshare kind of thing. 
because you know they they like Kareem Hunt and Kareem Hunt had options. Um, when we talked a lot about him in the offseason. So I think he went for the to the Browns for a reason to get some type of work. Um, I don't know if they're just going to rely on him solely as like okay he's the one and then Jerome Ford's going back to getting like no carry. So I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Like, do you have interest in going out and grabbing Kareem Hunt off waivers? I mean, I would have if like Jerome Ford had looked bad. Yeah, he looked really damn good against a really damn good defense. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Um. So worst coming to worst, I think it's just gonna kind of be how Chubb and Hunt were again. Yeah, exactly. And one thing I will say, like Kareem Hunt in his last two years with the Browns didn't really look that good. Um, and honestly, they didn't want to pay him for a reason. So I don't know how much faith or how much they're gonna rely on him. So that's another thing to take in consideration. Yeah, that as well. Um wait, quick question. Do you would you who's more valuable, Kareem Hunt or Cam Akers? It's just gotta be Kareem Hunt. Just the, the Browns actually want to make sure running backs touch the ball. Yeah. I feel like uh, the Vikings just seem like they've turned into a college offense, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah. Heading into the next injury, um, Mr. Keandre Miller was a full participant in practice and is expected to make his NFL debut this week. Um, I guess the honest question is, do you are you still comfortable starting Tony Jones? I'm sure Tony Jones will be making a lot of surprise starts in some lineups this week. I don't know. I'm not really that. I mean, it's a great matchup. I will say that. But even in a great matchup last week against Carolina, he had 12 carries, only at 34 yards. He just happened to get two touchdowns. So I don't know. And I'm sure, like, before Kendra Miller's injury, Kendra Miller was probably a, above him on the uh, depth chart. But he is a rookie playing his first ever game, so I don't know how much they're going to – coming off of, like, a – I forgot what injury he had, but I think it was, like, a, a soft tissue injury. So <laughs> I literally don't know how they're going to um, – I mean, if I had to start it back, I would start Tony Jones. If you yeah. have to pick between the two. Um, but, yeah. Um Congrats to Keandre on getting healthy. Uh, first NFL game coming up. Would you pick him up? Like, you know, people usually pick up these rookie running backs. Expecting- I just feel like, bro, at some point, Jamal Williams will be healthy again. Tony Jones clearly is yeah. not just disappearing. Kamara's coming back. It's like, bro, like, this is just – they just have too many running backs Basically. right now. Well, kind of where I'm at. But, uh, yeah, so the last piece of news for this week is that Amara St. Brown is not practicing due to a toe injury. I'll just go ahead and say it. I mean, I don't think there's any concern. He's getting to the point in his career where if he's not 100% healthy, he's just not going to practice, and he'll be ready Sunday. Yeah. But there's no indication he's not going to play Sunday, so trust, it will be fine. Um, Josh yeah, Reynolds keep... to the moon if he doesn't play. Say that one Josh, more time. Reynolds, Josh Reynolds has a good. I said Josh Reynolds to the moon if he doesn't play. Sam Laporta. True. And shit. I mean, shoot. <laughs> Jameer Gibbs also. <laughs> Man, forget that. At this point, Tujamir Gibbs showed me the coaches don't like him. They do not like that young man. No. They like throwing the ball. He just don't yeah. give no carries. And he averages like four or five a pop. Give I him know. Oh. Anyhow. Yeah, man, that's it for our news and notes injuries. Um, We'll get into our regular segments to help you guys with lineups this week. We will be starting off with our starts of the week. And B-Wood, I'm going to let you go ahead for it. All right, yeah. Um... This is somebody who we weren't really that high on coming into this season. But Mike Williams, um, it's a, it's a good matchup this week against uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, their secondary has looked terrible 
these first couple games. I think I believe they have the highest over under of the week. And I think it'll just be a shootout. And if you look back at last week, Mike Williams had 13 targets. Like it was a very quiet 13 targets, but he had 13 targets, eight catches, 83 yards. You might see that type of uh, target volume this week as well in what I believe to be a shootout. Um, so if he's getting 10 plus targets, I, I believe he can come on, get like seven, seven, eight, nine catches. And you know what type of guy he is. I mean, his yards per catch, these last two games, 11.25, 10.38. So, I mean, you just do the math there. If he's getting eight catches, I mean, he's, he's bound to get 80 yards. And if he can just get in the end zone, I mean, I think he's he's bound to have a good game. This is somebody you didn't have to spend too much on draft value-wise. And uh, I think he's somebody you can start with confidence this week. Yeah, I guess the, not, something but, about it that's really, I guess, not bothering me, but that it makes me just reinforce in this start is Quentin Johnson's been non-existent. Their first-round yeah. wide receiver draft pick. I have him in a league just as a deep round, like a late round fire, and I dropped him this week because he literally, <laughs> I think he had two targets last week. He's just, he hasn't been a factor in the offense. It's clear that Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are still the two guys. Yeah. And I mean, he's still learning a rookie curve of being in the NFL right now. Um, yeah. So there's also, I, okay. yeah. Are you good? I was going to say there's also no Austin Eckler as well, who usually gets like eight targets. Yeah. So that doesn't make a big difference. Um, I guess the concern. Um, I do like to start. Don't get me wrong. I don't. The secondary is horrible. It sh- should be a shootout. Um, I guess just last week is a little concerning that he still finishes wide receiver thirty with thirteen targets, eight catches. I get it's a touchdown. Yeah, that's like, crazy. That's what everybody's gonna say, but like, even without a touchdown, that's a lot of targets and catches to be wide receiver thirty, bro. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually looking that's at that. Because I don't know if that means receivers just were too good this week. And that's, that's what I was about to say. Because what that looks like a good stuff. I mean, because usually twelve point six would make you a little higher than wide receiver. You'd be a borderline wide receiver too. Yeah. Um. um so we'll see. Hopefully, he can, like I said, try to get the end zone this this week. Yeah, I think it's really about the end zone. My thing is just, I mean, he can still be productive by getting in the end zone because if he produces twelve points again, you're happy with that every week. I mean, yeah. So, um, I like to start of the week a lot. Um. Till you definitely can go last. I'm gonna go ahead uh, and be it in mind. Uh, and this was a guy I was not so high on coming into the season. Um, but so far I'm getting the season, he still seems to be the man. And my start of the week is Mr. Kenneth Walker of the Seattle Seahawks going up against the Carolina Panthers. Seattle is back at home this week after being on the road to Detroit, um, pulling off a big overtime win. Last week, you know, Kenneth Walker had 17 carries, 43 yards, which is not fish at all. He was only 2.5 a pop. But he did find the end zone twice. Um, as of right now, he clearly still seems to be the goal line back um, as of this second. Uh, he ended with 17.9, finishes RB12. So, you know, first RB1 finish of the year. I'm going to be honest. If you watch the Carolina game, yeah, Tony Jones wasn't doing it. I, I guess it, I can't say people are running all over them, but if you're going back to week one, since they've only played two games, Algier had like 80 and Bijan had like almost 60. So I don't know. I just think the opportunity is there. Last week they gave him 17 carries. Um, I think I like the matchup so much because I'm not pressed if he doesn't get a lot of yards. I highly believe Kendall Walker will probably find the end zone this week again. Um, it's honestly what I'm truly like banking on. And usually I usually I'm not that type of guy, but I just love the matchup. He's at Carol- I mean, he's back at home. He's playing Carolina, who's not had a good run defense whatsoever. Even if they didn't allow a lot of yards to Tony Jones, they still gave up two touchdowns. So, um, yeah, yeah it's kind of where I'm at with Kenneth Walker going into this week. 
Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, two tough matchups. I mean, he's looked decent. Um, he's RB ten right now, and this is the best matchup he's probably gonna have all season. So, hey, I think you know it's gonna be a big game for him. And once probably again, it's a guy. Points. It's a guy that we had a little concern about due to a rookie, but the rookie still isn't showing that he's taken over very much of the snaps in the backfield. So it's a good thing. Yeah, Kenan Walker did play sixty percent plus snaps in both weeks, sixty three and sixty one. Um. So in this era of football, like we said, where it's more than one back, that's about as high as it's probably going to get for the average back is about 60%, 70% maybe. Um, but still super encouraging. Um, love Kenneth Walker to start of the week. Uh, if you want to sprinkle on a Kenneth Walker anytime touchdown, just know I did mention it here in case you do want to sprinkle on it. But, um, yeah, I'm about to say, for all good on Kenneth Walker, I'll let Tilly wrap us up for start to the week. Yeah, mine, uh, mine might be a little controversial here. Um, might be. Might be. And this is – this is strictly because all these guys we've talked about so far are going to be on someone's roster. So I'm looking at potential someone that you might need to play at QB this week because you're not happy with who you drafted. But that guy for me is none other than Mr. Baker Mayfield of the Tampa 2-0 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, they're looking a lot better than they did early in the season. and Or not early in the season. They're looking, looking a lot better than people thought they were going to look. And they're playing – the number 32 ranked pass defense who Kirk Cousins just threw for 364 and four on. Um, and Mac Jones. We won. Yeah. Mac Jones week one had a good week. And Baker hasn't looked bad. Last week he threw for 317 and one. He hasn't thrown an interception yet this year. He had 16 fantasy points week one, 18 week two. Look at God. Um, and Look I really, God. <laughs> I, I really think that with the weapons he has, Mike Evans is showing that he is still dominant. And I just think they're going to throw, yeah. do what the Vikings did the week before. And Philadelphia's path secondaries looked awful. I think it's just going to continue. And unfortunately, it's just going to happen with Baker Mayfield, who nobody has on their roster probably. But if you need a quarterback to start this week, I'm thinking 20-plus from him probably. And sleeper Baker Mayfield is rostered by 22% of leagues. But can't speak fair yet. Is he this year's Geno Smith? He might be. He has, and then, he has the weapons. Yeah, they might throw the ball 50 times because, you. I mean, Philadelphia is, like you said, their secondaries look terrible, but you cannot run the ball on them at all. Like, you cannot. Like, their D-line is insane. So, I I think they're going to throw the ball, like, 40-plus times. Yeah, get your Kate Otten start in. That'd be worth it this week. Stop it. Anyhow, um, I actually do like to start. Um, bro, we can't say anything about Baker. He's playing well. I mean, like, yeah. he's playing good. It's just, like, got to accept it. He probably has the best three weeks for a quarterback matchup. Like, green, green, green. I'm just referring to sleep rap. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so I'll, be, I guess Brent, I'll be surprised if he had to throw a list of 40 times this week. Um, he threw 34 the first two weeks. Uh Honestly, I expect Mike Evans to have another big week. Um, hopefully, Chris Godwin can find the end zone this week. But, yeah, man, um, I like Brandon said, the biggest thing is it's going to be hard as hell to run on that defense, to be completely honest. Um, so, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, let's go ahead and get into our sits of the week. Um, Tilly, you can bring us back around, us back all again, start us back up. Yeah, uh, mine is Hollywood Brown. Uh, I'm going to keep it simple here. And the whole reason it's him is because Dallas is going to beat beat them into the ground. Um, I know the Cardinals have looked good, but 
this is a Dallas team that has looked dominant through two weeks. And Garrett Wilson last week, what did he have to be with? Since you're an owner, one reception for like 68 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, it was a blessing. And, um, if, Garrett, and I, if Garrett Wilson can only <laughs> catch one ball, I don't see a very bright week for Hollywood. Coming off a decent week, he had 14, 15 fantasy points. I think it's going to be tough for him to produce in this matchup. Yeah, and Josh Dobbs won't be able to see. That pass rush is coming. So, yeah, and I don't think Garrett Wilson's a special player. I mean, Hollywood's also a special player, but – I don't know, man. He's just too small. He's going to get jammed up at the line. Luckily, I mean, there was a Diggs, uh, Trayvon Diggs injury, but I don't think that's going to really help. I guess that's my only comment is, is Diggs not playing make a difference? Yeah. Um, the pass for I, just, I agree with Dewood. I just don't think Dobbs is going to have any time to find anyone. <laughs> so you're going to take the Cowboys at 12 and a half? Sounds wait, crazy, but wait, it, it wait, might wait hit. For, wait for my lock bet of the week. What's the first half spread? <laughs> Probably seven and a half. But <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Uh. Yeah. Hollywood is one of those guys. I think you're just gonna have to try to find your spots. But your best chance is do. It's gonna be tough playing him against D lines that are very good at getting to the quarterback. Um. In my personal opinion, it's gonna make it real hard for Dobbs. It's already not to say the nicest way the most uh, elite starter, I guess. Um. So. Yeah, I could definitely see you see Hollywood. I. I'm at a point where I really can't see myself starting Hollywood at any point. Um. I, unless you draft him that, to make that necessary, then I don't see a point where you really have to start him. So yeah. uh, I would say Hollywood again, I guess, until you find good matchups. But yeah, you keep now you sitting your favorite player. I know it's sad, but uh, yeah, my guy is Jahan Dotson, wide receiver for the Commanders. Um, like Joe said, is a guy I was really high on. I thought he was one of my late mile sleepers, him and Brian Robinson. Uh, but Dotson has not. Looked that good. I mean, he was decent week one, seven targets. He had five targets last week against Denver, three catches, 22 yards. He just hasn't really been playable. I mean, he, the snap percentage is there, 80-plus percent each week, but 6.5 points, 3.7 points. Now he's about to face his, his toughest matchup. Um, Sam Howell going against that Buffalo defense. I'm just not that confident. You know, anything can happen. He can mess around and get a lucky touchdown. They're probably going to have to throw the ball a lot, but – I don't know, man. The volume hasn't been where I thought it would be. And his yards per catch, uh, 8 and and 7.3, I mean, it's just not going to cut it if he's only going to get three to five catches. So I don't know. I'm just not that confident. I'm sure there are guys out there with a lot more upside, and I would go with one of those guys in this matchup. Would you start him or Hollywood? Oh, God. Um. Yeah. I probably start Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, I was hammer, hammer Tutu at will. Oh, Tutu over both of them. <laughs> call me crazy, Tutu over both of those guys. I can't call you crazy. I mean, after what Tutu done the first two weeks, uh, definitely can't call you crazy. So, uh, oh, but Dotson, man, it's. Um, I guess we were just hoping for more upside so far, yeah. or just more targets, I guess, or more efficient targets at that matter. Um, but yeah, catching four catches basically for seven and a half yards per game ain't gonna work. Like, it'll be on him. Quick Unless question: you... If he gives you under eight points this game, is he droppable? Would you drop him for Cream Hunt? I mean, I hate to say it, bro. He's a wide receiver, seventy-four and a half point, like. <laughs> If he has another bad week, he's going to stay wide receiver 74. Yeah. So at Sad. that point, would you rather have wide receiver 75 
or a running back who could possibly be top 36. Like, I don't yeah. know. So I guess I would rather go for the upside. At this point, Dots is on the same train as uh, who do we talk about earlier? Well, I'm going to give him another week or Cam Akers. You know, like another week or two. <laughs> it just keeps yeah. up. Like, because at this point, I'm trying to see if he has any positive matchups to come up that are worth. I mean, yeah. keep him and just see what he does against Philly. Yeah. Then if he still does nothing, then it's drop time. But uh, yeah, I love the city. I just don't see where the huge upside is for this, to be completely honest, man. Um, Yeah, I'll go ahead and jump into my set of the week for you guys. My set of the week is Mr. Damian Pierce of the Houston Texans. Mm, that's your guy. It is my guy, man. But, bro, this has been horrific. You want to talk about John Dodson. I get the matchups haven't been the best, but 5.7, RB39 on the week. 4.5, RB45 on the week. CJ Stroud is slinging the ball. Yeah. <laughs> bro, and it's like it's like this year, even though they were losing last year, that's because they didn't want Davis Mills to throw the ball. They, that's why Damian Pierce got so much work a lot yeah. of the time. And I heard I heard a crazy stat that like I forgot like basically the stat was that like he's getting hit so early like after getting the snap I, I, it was some type of snap uh, stat like that like he just doesn't have like the O line's not blocking for him he's just getting beat up before he can even like get through the line of scrimmage and granted he did play two pretty good front sevens in the Ravens and the Colts but it ain't gonna get no better playing Jacksonville next week yeah they um, look good on defense. Well, they look really good, um, to be honest with you. So, and this is another game where the Texans should be behind again. If mm-hmm. the Jaguars actually learn how to play offense this week, um, the Texans should be behind. Dog, I'm looking at the schedule. I know it's early season, and that's how the rankings are adjusted on sleeper for the defenses. But, dog, this schedule is not looking pretty. It's really, bro, he's RB45. Like, yeah. Looking like uh, Alexander Madison. And he's, bro, and then on top of that, bro, he's being started in over 65% of leagues. Like, that's a that's a killer. Like, that's literally almost a third or four, three-fourths of the fantasy community starting him on sleeper. So, I, I don't know, man. I mean, start him if you want to, but, man, I have Damian Pierce in the league, and it's not a lot of pivots I have, but... I mean, I might have to find a pivot because I can't start Damian Pierce. If you have Raheem Mostert, start Raheem Mostert. I mean, that with all confidence. Would you start Jerome Ford over him? He has a tough match. I think it's Tennessee. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't, mm. I don't think. I don't think I can. But the truth is, it's probably the same guy. Yeah, it's probably the same guy. I don't know. I feel like if you're okay starting Pierce, you should you shouldn't be too mad about starting Ford. Let me put it that way. Um, if you have one or the other, but yeah, I don't know if you have anything for Damian Pierce, but I just don't feel comfortable playing that man right now. Um, I don't, and it doesn't like much is going to change in the offense. Mm. <sighs> well, I'm going to go ahead and get into our Price Is Right or Price Is Wrong questions of the week for you guys. Um, we know this episode is going by a little quicker than normal, but Everybody, you know, that stuck around knows the second half, second episode of the week is usually a lot quicker than the first one. Um, because you, we don't have anything to recap, we're most of making predictions, but we're going to go ahead and get into our prices right or wrong questions of the week or statements, I guess. Um, I guess I'll start off with mine. Um, my statement is this will be Jamar Chase's best game of the season now that Joe Burrow is not playing. 
Oh. I know it's been three weeks, but the two first two weeks have been abysmal. What were his numbers the first two weeks? 6.6, 5.6. And I don't mean he's going to just score eight and score higher. I mean, like, he's actually going to have a good week. He's got nine and eight targets already, so like he's probably going to get the same amount of volume. It's just like... I don't know, man. That Rams defense has actually been pretty tough. Um, but shoot, I mean, the floor is so low. Yeah, I was, I was, I was say probably right. Come on, man, give me more than six points. I think it's right too. <laughs> like, come yeah, on, and I man. Mean, if, if it helps to change the question, I guess I can also say, will Jamar Chase be a top twenty wide receiver? Uh, no. If if like you said, Mike Williams went out there and and had eight catches for eighty three yards and wasn't a uh, top twenty. Then no, I don't think it'll be top twenty. Got you. I ain't mad at it. Mad. I don't hate. Um, yeah, I think the price is right. I think Jamar Chase will have a pretty good week this week. Um, I could be wrong, but uh, part of that is that you're on my fantasy team, so I'm speaking into existence. Jesus. So yes, we're, we're gonna do good this week, buddy. But uh, yeah, feel free whichever one of y'all want to say your question next. Y'all good? Okay. Travis Etienne will be a top 12 running back. Last week, he was RB 40 with five points. The week before, he was RB 6 with 18. They're yes, playing he, Houston. The price is right. You can book the price it. price is right. You can book it. It's not about top, to be pretty. Top eight? Uh, yeah. I think you'll have like 80 yards. You could have top. a top five week. Yeah, was, I'm about to that say. Was my, that was my next question, top five. He could have a top five. Yeah. I think they're um, gonna try to beat up on the on the Houston Texans, man. Division game, they got something to prove. No, yeah, after that Chiefs game, yeah. there's no reason they shouldn't be if you hold the Chiefs to 17 points, you better win. There's yeah. no reason you should have lost. Um so yeah. But uh, Give my boy ET his his respect, man. I know y'all was hating on him before the season. Hey, I only can go with it. I was hating, dropped, but I only look, can go we with dropped, only... we dropped Tank Bigsby in our league. Yeah, I'm proud of you guys. So. I'm not gonna lie. Walker. Give him their respect. Same thing. I mean, right now, those two guys, <laughs> I mean, they're still it might be different four weeks from now, but you know, only going off what happened the first two weeks, they are still dominating backfield shares and touches. You know what I mean? Yeah. The rookie RB has been a little mid besides uh Bijan. Even Jameer. No, Jameer's not looking mid. He just has he got mid touches. Yeah. If Jameer touched the ball as much as Bijan, Jameer gives numbers to be crazy right now. Speaking of Jameer. My price are right or wrong question. Jameer Gibbs will score 16 plus fantasy points against Atlanta. They're now number four running backs. Now we are going by our, our rule. Yeah. Which means you are referring to half point, correct? Half point PPR. So none of that full PPR. I know he could probably do them full PPR, but half point PPR. 16 said, fantasy points. Who are they playing again? Atlanta. They're number four against running backs so far. You say who? Atlanta. Sixteen. No Montgomery. I'm gonna say the price is wrong. He's gonna go under. <laughs> um, I think he'll get to the twelve to fourteen range. But Ew. if he gets sixteen, he's gonna have to score. It's not gonna be an option. He's going to have yeah. to score. So I don't know. I mean, they just haven't used him enough for me. But I guess is Montgomery playing because they keep still saying he's questionable with his quality or let's check on that because that's important. Because that makes a huge difference if I think he can get the number or not. I think the coach is saying one thing, he feels a different way. Montgomery does not practice Thursday. 
Um, I mean, I don't know. He missed a Thursday practice. I mean, we have to check today if he misses Friday. But I don't think he'll play. He himself said this will take a few weeks, but I don't know. We'll see. Also, if Montgomery doesn't play, how many carries do you guys see from that guy Craig Reynolds? I don't know if you guys really watched the game last week, but it seemed like they were trying to. I mean, he's been with the Lions forever, so he's one of yeah. those guys they always keep around. Um, do you see him getting any more than eight plus carries? Yes. Yeah, that's. But to answer yeah. the question, Jameer Gibbs is finding the box on Sunday. Bucket. Oh my God. Bucket. He's getting the fantasy points. He's gonna. He's gonna be a uh, top. Top 24 running back this week. Mm. I like it. I'm going to say Price is right. Dude got nine targets last week. So if you can get some more running efficiency, if he can get in the end zone and say he's getting, say Miles St. Brown doesn't play. Say that say that happens. I mean, he can get nine targets again. And hopefully he can do more with if it. If I said the running back landscape is terrible. Ruffin yeah. is top 24 last week with seven carries for 17 yards. He did? What? That's crazy. I mean, he did have seven catches for 39, but that's still not good either, I guess. I yeah. mean, the amount of catches is. Y'all yeah, say Price is right. If he was able to get nine points last week, I, I think he can do it. I mean, yeah, last week he had 14 touches. Should be up close to 20 this week. Yeah. So, yeah, Price might, might have Jameer a – Gibbs. Might have a Gibbs ETN to anytime TD parlay going out this weekend. Mm. We'll see about that. Um, Yeah. So, as usual – we will round off the show for you guys today with our lock bets of the week. Um, I guess whoever, yeah, Mr. 12 and a half, you can start. Yeah. Like a big boy dropping nuts on the table. Do it. Cowboys, 12 and a half against the Cardinals. Cardinals have looked good the past two weeks. But I, uh, I just think the Cowboys are going to beat them into the ground and win by three touchdowns. Sheesh. It could definitely happen, man. The way the Cowboys been playing, um, their run game looks excellent. They're, I mean, CD looked crazy last week as well. Um, I think they're just going to beat up on Arizona. So I not a, I usually don't bet like that, but I actually like that one. It's not terrible. 12 and a half is just a lot for me to give up any NFL team. Because, yeah, but you could have said that last night too. And 49ers beat up on uh, who did they play last night? Why can't I remember the Giants? <laughs> yeah, the Giants. I find it's that same kind of matchup where it's just like I don't know, two proven team. Uh, it's a proven team. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, Arizona's it be been playing tough. I can I easily, say that. I can easily see the Giants covering. I mean, the Cowboys covering this number, but thirteen points is damn near a lot. They give an NFL team, bro. Yeah, because like, Arizona they beat, the, they beat the Giants by forty. <laughs> That is true. I actually don't. After the first two weeks, there's no way somebody's going to convince me the Giants are better than the Cardinals right now. But they beat them. They barely they, they barely beat them last week. But that's my point. If they barely beat yeah. the Cardinals and the Giants the got beat the by same 40. Team. Okay. Cook up, Tilly. I ain't mad Tilly. at it. I mean, I ain't mad at it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, <laughs> I, I can easily see this game being a big blowout. Um, it very well could be reasonable, so it's not like I had a question that it could happen. Um, I just tend to stay away from 13 point spreads in the NFL. That that is a lot um for me personally. But you can't be mad if somebody wants to, you know. I say tell it. Tilly. Uh yeah. Uh you can go ahead, view it. I'll do mine. Um 
Mine was Kirk Cousins, one and a half passing touchdowns. That's where they had his line at. I will say the odds were not excellent. It was like minus 130 or something like that. So you're going to have to lay the juice. So what? Lay the damn juice. Yeah, lay the juice. Yeah. I mean, I trust it. I mean, the last um, two games, he's thrown 344 yards, 364 yards, two touchdowns, four touchdowns. It's another great matchup. Um, the Chargers are the 31st against uh, QBs this season. Um, like I said, high over under, a lot of passing, no Austin Eckler. I mean, Alexander Massa has not looked good. Um, so I think they're really going to rely on the passing game in this in this game. And Kirk Cousins, number one QB. Um, and if you're you're afraid of juice, shoot, I'll take Justin Herbert for two touchdowns as well. So you can put both of them together. And uh, if you want to do it that way, I just feel like it's going to be take Baker game. for two as well. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, why don't y'all do a parlay on that? Yeah, what's the odds on that? Uh, plus plus two eighty three. That's solid right there. Y'all are nasty. <laughs> y'all are nasty, but is the yeah, man. Kirk does his shit though for more than one and a half to two touchdowns uh, this week. I really like the matchup against the Vikings. I mean, the Chargers. It's going to be hard for me to see them having any chance if he does not throw at least two to three touchdowns. Yeah. Um, so, I, really I like that bet. I might uh. I might lock in one of my plays tonight uh, for Sunday night. Um, yeah, uh, I'll get into my lock bet of the week, and uh, we'll wrap it up and get up on out of here. Um, my lock bet of the week is spinning the block back to Mr. ETN. Um, Mr. Travis ETN, over 63 and a half rush yards against Love the Houston it. Texans. Um, really like the matchup this week. Uh, don't have much to go off of other than, you know, you kind of can look a little bit like I like to personally look at previous years and what they've done against the team. Uh, Last year against Houston, he had 10 for one for 71 in his first outing in week five. Um, granted, he still wasn't really the guy then. He only played 50% of snaps that week. And then the second week, he uh, played Houston, which mm. was in week 17, when he he played even he only played 38%. He still had nine carries for 108. Um, so, hey, Joe. I might yeah. single leg that, put, put the house on it. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm sorry. It's just going to be hard for me to see them him not getting – 64 yards. Um, last year is kind of hard to go off of, uh, like I said, but it is a good indicator to help you get a little bit of an idea. Uh, what I can say in week one against a, a pretty solid Indianapolis run defense, he ran 18 for 77. I know people are going to say last week he had a bad week against um, Chiefs with 12 for 40. Um, also, in a sense, I'm not giving him an excuse, but they did say the reason he didn't carry the ball as much as he normally did is because he was cramping very badly throughout the whole game. Yeah. Um, so I think that makes a huge difference. I highly doubt he's gonna cramp back to back weeks. Yeah, come so, on, man, get that man some pickle juice. Yeah, by some chance he's not some mustard, some right. mustard packets. Yeah, hey, what whatever it is, man. You're in the league, bro. It is like oh, yeah, what it is. Eat a pig foot, man. Just get back on the oh, field. Nah. I don't care. Yeah, bite a kneecap on your way down too. Okay. Listen, but. Yeah, man. Um, Travis Etienne, I don't know why, but like I was looking through the lines and I just found this one this morning. I really might single leg this. Like mm-hmm. I really, really like this a lot. I'll tell. Um, we will be having a podcast EGS parlay this Sunday. We promise it will be posted. It will be coming up with one. Essentially, our rules are simple. We all pick a leg. That's how we get up out of there. But thank you guys as always for tuning in, man. We appreciate it. Uh, you can follow us on social media at podcast EGS on Instagram and Twitter. The link in our bio will give you access to all episodes. 
Uh, we appreciate any support from you guys. Uh, Just remember, Baker Mayfield is going to finish top 12 this week. And Baker Mayfield will be finishing top 12 this week, I guess. But <laughs> thank you guys for listening, as always. Get your lineups right, man, and we will see you guys next week.